Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to ex-Googler and the founder of Rise Marketing Group, Ben Lund. This week, we're talking measuring the return on investment of your marketing efforts. It sounds, it's much more exciting than it sounds, honestly. Thanks for downloading. So much content, so many landing pages, so many ad campaigns. Oh, there's too much going on, isn't there? Do we know what's working? Are you measuring the return on your investment? Uh, this week, I'm joined by ex-Googler and the founder of Rise Marketing Group, Ben Lund, who kind of walks through the process of how to work out if what you're doing is working. So we chat about qualifying leads, about landing pages, about Google Ads, uh, about useful tools and an awful lot more. So make sure you listen up. Now, you can find Ben on the Rise Marketing Group website, also on LinkedIn. I've left some links in the show notes, so give them a quick tap. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media and subscribe on your favourite podcast app. You can find more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Ben was to kind of explain what key actions we need to make to measure success or return on investment. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds so basic, but Mm. you just need to have proper measurement. So one Mm. proper measurement, I mean, we love using Google Analytics and then set up whatever that KPI is. So if it's just lead generation, it's getting those leads coming through and just setting up that proper measurement because if you don't set it up, you you have no idea what's happening. Um, And that's front-end measurement, but then there's also a back-end measurement too, which should be taken into consideration of, you know, a lot of times marketers are like, great, I drove 100 leads, Hmm. but if only 10 of them are good, that means you really only drove like 10 good leads. So then also having good measurement to maybe a CRM database, maybe it's um, Salesforce or HubSpot to input what's a marketing qualified lead or sales qualified lead. So really having that discussion, or if it's a small shop, talking with uh, the sales team directly, hey, are these leads good? Because at face value, you can't take anything at face value. So one, just setting up proper measurement on the front end, just, you know, how many leads are we driving? And then also on the back end, are these qualified? And then um, and then from there, when you're doing tests, I mean, one thing that I would recommend everyone to do is be intentional on the test. And when you do tests, do a split. Make one or two tweaks. Don't yeah. make 10 tweaks because then you don't know which of the 10 tweaks actually drove <laughs> the results. Yeah. So you're kind of like you're following the traffic all the way through to the to the sales end. You're, you're not kind because of, because I know when you've got lots of bodies involved in kind of like generating traffic and sales and things, everybody kinds of like stops where their responsibility stops. Do you know what I mean? Like I the, the SEO person will drive your traffic and then whatever happens to that traffic, nothing to do with me. Right. It's true. And this is um, I mean, I just feel like this is the wave of marketing that's going to be required. Um, mm. It's super important just to follow the lead through, not only just like the front end, but also through into the back end. 
And the reason is, I mean, we live in this age of machine learning and AI and automation, which is great, but the machines are just like humans where they're gonna find the path of least resistance. Yeah. So if we're not training these algorithms of like, hey, I don't just care about front end lead, I care about uh, this is a true marketing qualified lead and I wanna import that back to teach the algorithms. Cause Google's like rolling out and LinkedIn and the other platforms are rolling out great campaign types where you can say, hey, I want a $50 cost per lead. It will get you those, but you need to train the system of, yeah. no, this is a good lead, this is a not so good lead. I want you to focus on these these good leads here. Yeah. You, you mentioned Google Analytics. Are you using Google Analytics 4 now? Yes, yes. That is, um, you know, lots <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> grumbling in the industry of like, are you kidding me? I have to do this. Oh, I'm so funny. swamped. But yes, we... Um, for better, for worse, you just have to do it. So you can't even really, you just, you just got to do it. It's not even yeah. a choice. So yeah. we, we are in the process of upgrading all of our clients and, and even potential partners. That's one of the first things I ask them, like, are you on GA4? Yeah. If no, do this right now. If you need help, we'll do this for you. Just get that done. So if we if we 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 can do this simple kind of like measuring. So we've had some traffic, the traffic's yep. filled in a form or done something, engaged with us somehow, and then we can tell through our CRM and through our sales process whether somebody has actually bought something from us at the end yes. of the day. So we can then measure yep. that. How do we kind of like dig into it a little bit better and and sort of like look at the elements of a page and kind of work mm -hmm. out what would drive better results or if there were poor results, how do we get it better? Yeah, so that's that's pretty much like looking at the data and just the analytics, not the actual context mm. itself, to see what what do you need improvements on. So, for example, maybe your conversion rate is awesome. Maybe yeah. you have like a five to ten percent conversion rate, which is amazing. You're like, wow, this page just converts like crazy. This is awesome. But then the sales team or the clients like yeah, I hear you on these conversion rate is great, but these leads are not so good. So then, yeah. then the, the, what you need to do on the landing page is like, okay, we need to pre-qualify this audience. So maybe have some screening questions of what's your budget or whatever it is that makes them a qualified. When are you ready to take action? Oh, by the way, our product starts at $10,000 pounds, sure. whatever it is, yeah. something just to be like, okay, hang tight before you get all excited. Let's make sure this is a true fit. Um, so that's like one side of the equation where if the leads are, the conversion rate's great, but the backend leads are no so not so good. So you need to figure out what that messaging is. Or on the flip side, maybe the leads are great, but your conversion rate's just under 1%. Yeah. Then you're like, well, why aren't they converting? And then just go through the process. Unfortunately, we live in an age where people are, myself included, um, are just have a short attention span and sure. they're lazy. And so you have to go through the process. Is this a fr frictionless process? Are we really selling and have like a, are we really selling what we're offering to keep them excited throughout the process, especially if they have to fill out um, a yeah. somewhat lengthy form? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird because the pre-qualified forms just make the forms more complicated and we've all yes. been taught to yep. kind of like make your forms as simple as possible. But like you say, if you're selling a product at $10,000 pounds euros, yep. you don't want the people who've got the budget for $100 pounds euros. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's this 
ongoing dance. And I don't yeah. think for any company, they're ever going to be like, oh, we did it. We're set for the next five years. This is the page. It's going to be all of this balance of like, okay, I want more volume. No, I want less volume, more refined. It's, it's just going to be ongoing. But then, you know, one thing to consider is the landing page is important. And I know that's the topic that we're on right now, but also being very aware of who the audience is that are yeah. is going to this page are they qualified so it's going to be just this ongoing dance of volume versus versus quality and mm. you're it's never going to be set it's it's this ongoing dance of volume and quality but then or in quality but then also be very cognizant of what what type of traffic is going to this page because if it's garbage traffic the best landing page in the world isn't going to do anything. Yeah. And, and you then have to kind of look at the audiences that you're maybe advertising to. So you look at your ad campaigns and things like that, for example. Yeah, correct. And what you can do, once you have, let's say you have a landing page, you're like, okay, this is great. Or even a B-plus product, because nothing's ever going to be 100%. Yeah. You're like, I'm very confident on this because we did a lot of testing. Then what I would say is, you have that landing page, now let's do some audience testing so maybe you have four different campaigns let's say in this case on linkedin and different audiences so one's maybe a lookalike of your top customers one you're just targeting based off of job title and industry another one based off of member skills or i don't know you you name yeah, it yeah, but you yeah. put in four audiences all go into that same page and then determine okay which of these audiences is best for the business and then um that's like that's one way i would do because if you are testing different audiences then to different landing pages for the same offer, it can get very hairy and you don't really know exactly what's yeah, happening. Yeah. So if you were getting really good traffic and you knew you were getting good traffic because you, you, you knew you got your audiences right, but you weren't getting the conversions, um, yep. would you then start looking at the copy on the page, for example? Yeah, I mean, you really do have to sell the user on like mm. what, the product or services that you have to offer why are you unique and really and why they should take action right now because we're all distracted every which way yeah why should they take action right now why is now the right time and there's a bunch of i mean there's a million of best practices if anyone just looks online of social proof and testimonials yeah offers and things like that and you don't have to do them all but um just yeah look at what's on the page and making sure it's it's compelling to drive something and you can even ask folks in your network of, Hey, what do you think of about these two landing pages? What's going to be, what do you think is going to drive the best? Um, and just kind of get their, their thought. And sometimes the copy might be too much and they're just confused. Yeah. They don't even know what you're selling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of different aspects here. Um, do you use things like heat maps, session recording of things in your agency to, to kind of like figure out the behavior of people on a page? We don't. Um, but I know there's a lot of great tools out there um, that I think would be great to check out. I mean, our agency, we really focus more on the traffic. We don't, we ha do have a web dev, but we're not a full out landing page builder sure. um, type agency. So not totally in our realm. Uh, we do follow the leads through just to make sure that these are qualified. But yeah, there's a lot of great um, mapping tools out there where you can just see, are they, for example, we did this, um, even though we don't do this for every client, we did this for one client of looking at the landing page, uh, and then we found out, it's like, well, it's super interesting. Your key value proposition 
the user has to scroll like five scrolls down. Yeah. They're not going to scroll five down. You need to have yeah. it up front, up front and center, and then through any of those mapping softwares, um, you can see where the users are. And if it's ice cold, yeah. where they are on the page, don't put anything of of importance there because yeah, they're not going to I, I always love it. looking at scroll maps because it's amazing how little folks scroll down the page, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a, really surprising, I think. Yeah, and you need to just have that. But then it's also very interesting because I'm sure you see this a lot um, in your line of work. Sometimes you'll see sales pages. They go on for miles. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm even confused. I'm like, how on earth? And I'm sure they have data to back it up of yeah. maybe it's like a very high intentional audience and they're just going to pack everything in as possible and hoping that they digest 20% of it. But even 20% off of a million words is more than enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the logic there, but I'm sure there's data to back it up. Yeah, it all comes down to kind of like the audience and the product that you're selling, doesn't it? Because, I mean, if you were selling a product that was a million dollars, right, some giant yes. piece of machinery, you, you would it would be your job to read thousands of words about that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it, it all and then if you're just selling a widget, um, some holiday doodad, whatever, yeah, it's just in and out, boom, 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 highly transactional. Yeah. Um, so yes, you're right. You, you do have to understand your audience, what you're trying to sell, and what you're asking. And sometimes to drive that million dollar sale, it's going to be a course of these types of sure. sales pages. So one, you just want to get their email. You just want to pique their interest. Two, because you're going to sell a million-dollar pro product, you're not going to go for the kill than the next one. Yeah, You're going to say, hey, sign up for my inner circle, my closed group of investors. This is what we do. I think you're going to add value. Number three, all right, hey, we have a webinar in 30 days from now. No pressure. You should join yeah. if you want. And then it's it's working it versus like oh, I got the click and now I'm gonna push everything in their face and it's gonna be great they're gonna sign up how couldn't they, um, so it's also just kind of working, figuring out the right path and there's no one size fits yeah. all it's yeah. highly nuanced. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's easy to do kind of A/B testing and experiments and that in on the advertising side, isn't it? You can set up an an, an experiment on an ad really quickly and yeah. easily. It's Super more difficult easy. when it comes to your content, isn't it? Do you do any A/B testing with content? Nothing as mathematical as um, probably other agencies that specialize in web development do. Mm. So on the ad side, absolutely. Pretty much every platform has good ones. The best platform I love is Google Ads. Their A-B split testing experiments are great and it's all found, it'll tell you when, it won't even share their results, but it'll also share, yes, these are the results and based off of our modeling, this reached a statistic significant. So you should be confident in these numbers. Yeah. And a lot of other platforms, you can do some split tests, but then you're just judging it. But I mean, unless if you're a statistician, you don't know if you have yeah, yeah. the right amount. Of data, but then on downstream or on the landing page, yeah, I mean, I know there's Optimize. We haven't really tested around with that too much, which is another Google product uh, that can do that where you can do split testing or even put in really interesting roles of customizing the experience based off of different attributes. Location is just like an, is an easy example. Um, and then determine, all right, what's 
what's the best exper- experience based off of the data? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the first person I've ever heard said that I love Google Ads. <laughs> well, you know, I did come from Google, so I think, uh, and it's not that they paid paid my salary for four years. Um, it's, um, I think you're just always in the platform and you get really good yeah. at it. <laughs> it's, it's like every time I open up the ad manager, it's like, it's the same with Facebook ad manager. A little bit of my soul just disappears. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, so is there any level of kind of size of budget, size of company, size of business that we can do the testing and the A-B testing with? Um, but I mean, because you can't do it if you just, got a hundred dollar budget yeah, a month no you you definitely can't and then so i mean what you can do and again you in this case you might want to do a little modeling of what will it take to get to some level of significance um it, it really depends on your budget so if you're selling a million dollar product that cost per lead is probably going to be quite expensive um yeah. and then so you have to factor that in of like okay let's say i want to get a hundred leads on form A and then 100 leads on form B just to see are they qualified or what the conversion rate is on each of these pages. Now, if your cost per lead is 250 and you're doing 100, that starts to add up and then you have to double it for each of the tests that you wanna do. So what I would advise to think about is think of what your existing cost per lead, Think, try to get a good number of end conversions that you can say, okay, if I drive 100, leads that's going to give me enough data to make a determination um again i would probably want to consult with just like some quick analytics just to make sure that would be enough data for you but if you do the math of you know 250 cost per lead times 100 that's going to add up and you want to double that again but on the flip side if you're just testing lead for a commodity-based business that the it's highly transactional those leads might just be 20 bucks a piece it's going to be a tenth of the budget as that million dollar lead that you're trying to drive yeah. um it, so you, you kind of need the average marketer nowadays you either need to be specialized in this or you need some help with it don't you it's it's gone absolutely past, yeah, you really do absolutely yeah. like if you can do all right with you know, best practices. Okay, this is the landing page. We should do this and this. Yeah. But if you're at any level of scale in terms of ad budget and size of business, it makes a wealth of sense to hire a UX specialist or someone who focuses specifically on landing page optimization because that's all they do day in, day out. And I tell you, and you know this, if you can increase your conversion rate, um, in terms of absolute value by let's say 0.5%. Yeah. You know, on a let's say $100,000 monthly budget, that's going to be I mean that person or company or agency whatever you hired to just make the focus on those changes, the return on investment is going to be 3 to 4 fold. There's something very high, so you know, any company at scale should really consider investing in a uh, partner for that. Yeah. Um, what kind of software tools do you do you use in your agency? I mean, we know you love Google Ads. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so you're into that. But yeah. I mean, I mean apart, apart from that, do, do you use any kind of like we were looking at like data analytics and, and looking at, um, you know, taking all that data and, and putting it into 
a nice, pretty visual pattern. Do you use anything for that? Yeah, definitely. So um, Google Data Studio, that's um, mm. that's our number one. And again, my, our Google roots are coming through in our agency from Google Ads, Google Analytics, GA4. But Data Studio, we love it because it's a platform that you can integrate other data sets to. So Facebook, you have to pay a little bit extra for that. But then yeah. the level of customization is insanely high. It's just not a canned report where if you're like, oh, can you loop in this? And you have to reach out to that reporting platform. They're like, let me get our eng. Yep, we were gonna have an update in two quarters from now. I'll be like, okay, well, our client kind of needs this tomorrow. So yeah. Data Studio is uh, is the one that we, we really like. Are there any CRMs you like? Are there any CRMs you like? I mean, nobody likes a CRM. <laughs> but I, mean... I, um, I am glad I'm not in the CRM business. But, you know, the same, same. they could say the exact same thing to the ads. Like, ooh, Google yeah. Ads, not a fan of. You guys do your thing. I'm going to be in HubSpot or whatever. But, you know, Salesforce is, I feel like, yeah. the behemoth out there sure. in terms of what it can do that's certainly enterprise i'm sure they have a small medium-sized uh approach hubspot for the smaller to mid-sized yeah. market has been really good and they have great integrations with other mm -hmm. tools but what i would recommend for anyone looking at crm outside of like the business need for it making sure it checks all those boxes but super important to, that it does feed with other platforms especially sure. if you are in lead generation yeah. does it feed into google optimize does this lead uh, sync into google ads or linkedin ads so you can follow these lead all the way to the different type of um sales qualification stage yeah absolutely and that's where you can measure your success at the end of the day figure yep. out if it works absolutely yeah yeah, yeah, fantastic. Ben, I could chat for ages on this because it does fascinate me. And like all the connections and things between the different apps and stuff, it all the automation um, has yep. come on leaps you and bounds, has it? Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's the algorithm is only so good as what you feed it. And if you yeah. feed it qualified data and real customers, real leads, it's going to do all the work for you. But if you don't set up all that pipe work, and it does take some upfront rolling up the sleeves and working with multiple teams. Yeah. But if you don't do it, it you will feel the pain down the road. Yeah, I, sure. I remember, I mean, going, but if you if you even go back like 10 years ago, the, the thought of just trying to connect your CRM with an ad platform was just like impossible. It was really <laughs> impossible because everybody yep. had their data in their own format and there was no way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. And um, Ben, where can we find your agency? Um, yeah, social media, so, website. Yeah, we're Rise Marketing Group, um, based right outside the Boston area. And our website is risemkg.com. Again, that's risemkg.com. Check us out. We're active on all the relevant platforms, LinkedIn in particular and Twitter. Um, but check out our website if anyone has a need for advertising and for lead gen. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. Love to have a conversation. Fantastic, Ben. Thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, John. Thanks again to Ben for his time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. Give him a quick tap. And if you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.